Welcome to Healthy Choices with your host, Ray Solano from Austin, Texas. We're ready for your calls right now. Call in toll-free at 877-956-9566. Now, here's your host, Ray Solano. Well, hello there, and welcome to another edition of Healthy Choices XM. We're broadcasting live from Austin, Texas. This is our 11th year broadcasting from Austin as our New Year's Eve show is always a special show, and a lot of our listeners always enjoy the tips that we give them uh, for the New Year's Eve events and also for next year as well. So we hope you're going to enjoy today's show as well. I'm your host, Ray Solano, clinical pharmacist and board-certified clinical nutritionist. And as always, we're ready to answer your questions about your health and how you can make responsible choices that will change your life. You can always call us at 877-956-9566, or you can text us at 512-219-0724. Anytime during this broadcast, you've been doing our pre-recorded interview, we will always get back with you to answer your questions. We want to take this opportunity to welcome our new listeners from the St. Louis station, the Health and Wellness Radio, 1380 The Pulse. This is the first 24-hour health education radio station in the St. Louis area. And thank you to all of our audience members for listening as we continue to teach the benefits of making responsible choices in your life. So we want to thank you all for, for, for listening and join our XM audience as well. So just as a just as a note, we always give our people sometimes a little bit of caution that listening a warning to our listeners that this show and topics may cause your friends and relatives to target you as being a little bit strange because of the conversations and weird because the they seem to enjoy uh partaking in all the foods that we probably we're we're looking on the do not consume list. And they can't wait for you to get a cold or blame it on the fact that just because you gave up all the soft drinks and sweets and white bread, that's the reason why you got sick. So just have fun with it and send them a link to our show because sooner or later they'll get the the word that this is a secret to having a better health, not taking the tremendous amount of prescription medication, being able to have some secrets to reduce the obesity epidemic, diabetes epidemic, and all of these chronic conditions that we see over and over again. We want to uh, also, our guest is going to be Dr. Gaz Agoli and Dr. Cheryl Burdett from the, the nation's largest integrative medicine, medicine clinic out of the Progressive Medical Centers. And today's topic that we're going to discuss is autoimmunity, this global epidemic and how we're going to try to put the genie back in the bottle because it seems to be, in the Western world, the causes of many of these spreads of many of these chronic conditions. And we're going down to breaking it down to the gut and our bacteria is causing this imbalance. So the it seems to be our immune system is being overstimulated. And this is the causes for many, many of these chronic diseases. It's going to be an interesting, fascinating interview, but you can always text us during this time and we can answer any of your questions as well. Uh, Check out our website, healthychoicesxm.com for all of our specials and also of our past broadcast that we may be able to pass on to your friends or also to listen to at another time for at your convenience. 
Well, bef- before we begin today, I would like to mention we have a new members loyalty program for our listeners. If they register their name on our website or text us your information at 512-219-0724, this membership will give you access to our panel of experts on our show to be able to answer any of our health, any of your health questions or prescription medications, as well to give you discounts on any of our online store. The cost for this is free and the benefits are amazing. We're also going to give access to the metabolic code dot com website and all the the benefits of being able to come up with a health assessment so stay tuned this program is going to be evolving but we wanted to give this as a as a gift to all of our listeners today to get started with this as a great start for the new year to get part of our members loyalty program the topics for today is in all in addition to the autoimmune dysfunction is going to be we're going to have additional subjects on, in store on how to survive New Year's Eve with a smile and no ill effects. And also be able to come up with the things that you absolutely have to do to start out the new year. So we're going we're gonna to make sure at the, at the tail end of our show, so you, li- you listen to, we're going to give you those tips uh, for our listeners. Sean, let's go ahead and get started with our interview with Dr. Gazagolia and Cheryl Burnett of Progressive Medical Centers, talking about autoimmunity and how we can seem like we can make modifications in our immune system that is overstimulated. Let's go ahead and start this discussion, Sean. Today's show is, is, is really exciting because we're going to be talking about an area that most physicians don't even uh, discuss with their patients, and it's it's really discussing about autoimmune diseases and and now we're seeing you know well over uh, 30 to 40 million Americans are suffering with these uh, different autoimmune diseases and what's interesting is that a lot of physicians don't take the time to talk about the immune system with their patients because it's complex and and they have a limited amount of time and you know we live in a very reductionist type of society when it comes to acute health care you want to get in get out take care of the problem and not really think about what causes it so what are autoimmune disorders is our topic. Before I even let you know about that, the immune system is a very, very unique and wondrous system. And immune system disorders can abnormally be caused by low activity or overactivity of the immune system. Very specifically, autoimmune is an overactivity. And what happens is the body attacks and damages its own tissues. And this is why we call it autoimmune. An immune deficiency, on the contrary, uh, decreases the body's ability to fight foreign invaders because ultimately, this is what the immune system does. It fights foreign invaders from overtaking your body, and your body has the ability to fight off these foreign invaders. Autoimmune is that something is misfiring. There's a trigger. Conventional medicine believes that the immune system is, is over-revving. It's actually going and attacking the body's tissues, and there's numerous, numerous different autoimmune uh, diseases that we want to talk about. But the main emphasis here is that this immune system we have, we have two immune systems inside the cell, and the body has 60 trillion to 100 trillion cells. You heard me right. That's up to 100 trillion cells. And these cells communicate with each other. And we now we know from studying uh, cell biology, 
that when the shells don't communicate, we have a beginning of the breakdown of communication. And all of our different organs have different functions, and we have different hormones and protein molecules, and we all have to work in, in concert together. And when something's off, you have inflammation, inflammation. And these autoimmune diseases with this constant attacking of tissues and organs and blood vessels that we have a plethora of symptoms. So I want to start off by saying that there's no easy fix to autoimmune disorders, and there is hope, though. So the very first ones I want to talk about is something that me and Dr. Burdett have been studying for quite some time. We have a lot of patients that are suffering with rheumatoid arthritis, and, and you've heard, of course, of osteoarthritis, and you've heard of rheumatoid arthritis. The main difference, basically, is osteo is basically it's bone on bone, and that's wear and tear deterioration. And rheumatoid arthritis is that we know that the immune system is involved, and the immune systems are very, very specifically attacking um, the joints, and it's really the lining of the joints. And so as these immune system cells attack the joints, it causes inflammation, swelling, and pain. If left untreated, rheumatoid arthritis causes gradual and permanent joint damage. This is pretty serious now. It's pretty serious. So for those of you that are suffering the beginning stages, if left untreated, your joints are going to be damaged, and it's going to affect the quality of your life and the functionality. We need our joints for the functionality to live, live a long, healthy life. So I want to just jump right into this because traditional medicine treats rheumatoid arthritis by basically using either an oral or an injectable medication that reduces the immune system overactivity. Now, that may sound like, wow, that's a great fix, but guess what? Once you lower the immune system, now you're susceptible to foreign invaders. So what's worse, the rheumatoid arthritis or being susceptible to foreign invaders? But what if we have a third option? What if that option is this, that we can find the root cause, correct it over a period of time with doing necessary therapies, yet therapies that think outside the box, therapies that involve you, you the patient, you the individual who's in charge of your temple to take responsibility. So that's what this show is all about today. We want to thank all our loyal listeners and first-time listeners here at the Progressive Medical Edge and um, Progressive Medical Hour Power and Progressive Medical Edge is our podcast as well for those listeners that came in from the podcast. And, and we're joined here live in our studios in Atlanta, Georgia, at the tail end of 2016, welcoming 2017. Dr. Bennett, let's just jump right into the rheumatoid arthritis because you and I have been discussing autoimmune diseases for quite some time. Mm-hmm. And we discussed, let's talk about RA first. Yes. Uh, let's get right into some of the... Um, uh, treatment strategies on some of the causative factors from your perspective. Mm-hmm. I think RA is an excellent place to start because it, it's the trend leader among autoimmune conditions out there. And what I mean by that is autoimmune conditions are skyrocketing and more so in Western societies than in uh, non-Western uh, parts of the world. But we are seeing it across the globe. A- a- a drastic increase in autoimmunity. And when they look to see, well, is this just because we can diagnose these things better? Even when they control for factors like that, it does not appear to be simply because of improvements in diagnosis. And when you read articles about uh, one in particular that I was reading about a, the worldwide increase in autoimmunity, 
It pointed out that rheumatoid arthritis was at the front of the pack and that it said, so why? Why would something like rheumatoid arthritis be increasing more than, for example, different um, neurologic autoimmune conditions, maybe something like Guillain-Barre or um, some others that are in that category. And, and the thought process was that the rheumatoid arthritis is probably leading the pack in terms of autoimmunities that are increasing because of its connection to the gut. And the, the, this article discussed how all autoimmunity has some component that derives it through the gut, but rheumatoid arthritis in particular. And so what they figured out is that there is good, healthy flora in our gut, bacteria that should be there. And this bacteria makes a compound that interacts with our immune system. And that compound, when we have, when we have good levels of good, healthy bacteria, causes that compound to go up and more, higher levels of that compound increase the activity of something called Treg cells. That's short for regulator. So autoimmune conditions, an immune system that's not regulated. Part of the immune system is overactive and part of the immune system is underactive. So we need to increase the activity of these Treg cells. Well, it turns out a key way of doing that is through healthy bacteria in the gut. And if you're lower in it, our Probiotic Plus uh, has the, the type of lactobacillus that is known to increase these Treg cells. So when we start to, to begin to dissect why, why are we seeing rates of autoimmune conditions skyrocketing? Well, it gets back to the gut, and the ones that have the strongest gut influence are the ones that are increasing the most. And so when if you know somebody out there who has an autoimmune condition, then uh, then, then uh, hope. Hopefully you'll share these words because so much can be done in terms of understanding our gut and balancing immune function. That means looking at foods that you're sensitive to. That means doing a comprehensive stool analysis and looking at hundreds of different bacteria, not just one or two, and, and looking at the beneficial bacteria. The one the stool test that like a hospital would do is only going to look for pathogens. But we're finding the research is finding that the that the control of autoimmunity is not in a pathogen, is not in a dysbiotic bug, but in the lack of your own good flora that you should have. So by understanding your microbiome, by understanding foods that you're sensitive to, and by looking at direct markers of leaky gut, we have a real window into autoimmunity and putting that immune system back into balance. Rheumatoid arthritis, uh, probably more connected to the gut than some of the other autoimmune conditions, and that's why it's at the it's at the headline it's at the front of the line in terms of rates and uh, of increase because of the how we eat and because of the junk that we eat. So it's an excellent place to kick off our discussion of autoimmunity. We're talking about autoimmune diseases, and in in plain, simple, layman terms, your immune system is attacking your body. It's as simple as that. Okay, so. RA attacking those joints and destroying them. Now, we did talk a little bit about some of the gut connection, and we're finding out with more and more autoimmune diseases that definitely there's a gut connection. But we also know with rheumatoid arthritis that it also involves some nutritional imbalances, and we also know that stress triggers hormonal imbalances and we have seen research after research after research show a correlation with, with severe uh, stressful events that the rheumatoid arthritis could be exacerbated. 
so one, one thing we do at Progressive Medical is that we do a, a full diagnostic workup. And, you know, we know that when you have rheumatoid arthritis, whether you were diagnosed with it recently or whether you have a lot of symptoms, some of the main, main symptoms that we've seen, joint stiffness and pain, and the joint stiffness is usually worse in the morning. This is the key area. Painful swollen joints, inflamed joints, and the skin over the joint has a purplish color. If you have any of those symptoms, it's time to go to your family practitioner to, to confirm a diagnosis. They're going to run some testing, a uh, very simple blood test that can assist you, and that's called NA. Uh, and typically physicians, family practitioners, you know, they do a good job with, with acute family um, family medicine concerns. But with RA, they don't really have a lot of tools in their bag unless they really have been studying integrated medicine. That's why you got to find a functional doctor. Uh, in addition to that, we know that poor diet, nutritional imbalances, poor bowel function, gut dysbiosis, leaky gut syndrome, uh, infectious agents. I want to pause there for a second. Yeah, believe it or not, um, even though this is an autoimmune condition, it could have been from an infectious agent because your immune system didn't handle it in the first place. So your body is, your, your immune system's over-revving, over-driving to eradicate this infection, and maybe you need a little, like a little jump start. And that's why it's so important to do a full diagnostic workup with the stool test, looking at your hormones, look at these nutritional imbalances. And the last area that Dr. Burdett and I have been, been really focusing on are some of the root causes with rheumatoid arthritis is heavy metal toxicity. These are toxic metal, metals that interfere with the collagen synthesis, and it also affects that cell-to-cell communication. So these are some of the areas that, that we have seen uh, cause uh, rheumatoid arthritis. We're going to put that aside for a second, and we're going to, Wait for the last segment of the show to talk about some of the treatment strategies. I want to go on to the to the next area of, of autoimmune diseases, which we feel is, is a huge, huge component, and it's called multiple sclerosis. Uh, MS is a complex syndrome usually occurring uh, early on in life that progresses into deterioration of the central nervous system. Multiple sclerosis is believed to be an autoimmune disease where the antibodies destroy the myelin sheath, which is called the demyelinization of the brain, spinal cord, and optic nerves. Zones of scar tissue, referred to as placking, grow in the areas of demyelinization, further impeding nerve conduction. This is the key. Nerve conduction and transmission of signals. This process is called sclerosis, which leads to multiple neurological symptoms. Now, it's very important to understand that, that MS is a serious disease, but a lot of Physicians don't even treat the autoimmunity. They automatically are going to go to uh, refer to a neurologist, which is appropriate. There's no doubt about it. And, and, and pretty much they're going to put them on a cocktail of certain medications that not only suppresses the immune system, but it also um, uh, does some other effects for the neurological system as well. Um, from our perspective, from our perspective, we know without a shadow of a doubt that we have seen the autoimmunity be one of the major, major components. So we know environmental factors, including dietary antigens, viral and bacteria infections, and heavy metals, and, and really a lot of nutritional deficiencies. So, Dr. Bidet, I want to focus a little bit about some of the root causes on MS and some of the research you've done. Mm-hmm. Well, this is an area where we can really uh, uh, look and understand what's going on and really help what what is occurring 
and from very strong research. So, for example, uh, in MS, one of the areas that they're developing drugs is a drug that will block a part of the immune system, an upregulated part of the immune system called IL-17. It's an interleukin. It's an inflammatory. It lights up the immune system. And it's good and appropriate to downregulate it. But in integrative medicine, we would also ask the question, well, why? Why is IL-17 increased? And it turns out one of the reasons that the immune system can get flared, that the immune system can get worked up, that the immune system can be more aggressive than it should be, is because of yeast. Yeast that lives in the gut. And so candida albicans, as this yeast is referred to, will cause the immune system to produce more IL-17. And this will ignite certain types of white blood cells. Uh, it, it will increase a T17 response that that drugs, successful drugs in MS, work to downregulate. So now how about a combined approach where not only you downregulate this IL-17 with the medication, but you figure out why it was increased in the first place. And when you trace it back to the gut, this is a key area where you can see an understanding around this. You're listening to Healthy Choices XM. We're broadcasting from live from Austin, Texas. We're talking a pre-recorded interview with Dr. Gaz Agoli and Dr. Cheryl Burdett talking about the autoimmune system and how it can be considered or Overreacting, it can cause some chronic conditions like rheumatoid arthritis, multiple sclerosis, and other dis- disorders, and trying to understand the root cause of why this occurs. This is what our show is about, is getting to the cause of many of these uh, problems so that we can be able to make lifestyle changes. And, and many times, it's just as simple as a viral infection or a or bacterial infections that's causing this imbalance. This is why it's important to, to get with an integrative medicine physician to be able to get to that uh, detective work that's required. You can look in any look at uh, in your local listing for integrative medicine practitioners or functional medicine practitioners, and you'll find a lot of uh, talented graduate level, postgraduate level uh, practitioners that can be able to unravel many of these conditions. Well, before we're going to take a break here, I know this is a New Year's Eve show, so we has, we wanted to give some people some survival tips that we're going to have uh, for this weekend. And one of the things that we've, we, have, we have found is that you, if you don't want to hang over on New Year's Day, you should avoid the spirits and just stick to beer. That's a study that was, of course, being published out of Germany. Maybe a little bit of bias there, but the hops in beer can lessen the harm done to the liver after a night of heavy drinking. They produce less toxins that occur from alcohol, such as spirits, and some of these molecules cause a headache the following day. So this is some new research that the the hoppy beers, such as pale ale, IPA, and pilsner lagers, could be better for you than a heavy session of vodka, which this is something that... Uh, just a little bit of a clinical pearl uh, on this on this health show, and especially our inaugural show for the St. Louis station, 1380 The Pulse, for our listeners there that are first-time listeners for our show. That people can make responsible choices in your life. You can have fun, but you can also make sure that you stay away from the three evils on this night and all and all other nights. 
And those three evils are stay away from sugar, stay away from sugar, and also stay away from all the grains and white breads that you can possibly be tempted to uh, have. Because unfortunately, these put more stress on the liver and make your night of, uh, of fun and can be something that can just be cr- cause tremendous havoc with your immune system the next couple of days. And we just don't want people to, to start coming down with the flu and things like that. So that's a little bit of a, a tidbit. And before we're going to come back with the, the rest of our interview of the autoimmune dysfunction and some of the tips, but we're also going to go through the superfoods, the, the, end, the end year-end look at superfoods, what's good, what's bad, and just odd. And we're going to go through some of these neat ones for, for our listeners one of the ones that just has a little bit of a teaser, ban- banana flower may be interesting. We're going to be back at Healthy Choices XM and at Texas at 512-219-0724. We'll be back after the break.
Let's talk about your healthy choices. We have room for you right now. Toll free at 877-956-9566. Well, welcome back. We're listening to a New Year's Eve special from uh, Austin, Texas. I'm your host, Ray Solano, if you've just joined us. Uh, and also welcome to our our folks from 1380 The Pulse from St. Louis, the health and wellness radio to our to our show as we give you healthy tips to enjoy this New Year's Eve and also have a good education piece on the autoimmune system will help people this uh, an out of balance and autoimmune immune system can be the cause of so many chronic diseases. But before we get back to our interview from Progressive Medicals, Dr. Gaz Agoli and Dr. Cheryl Burdett, uh, since this is New Year's Eve, we want to just educate our listeners so that when you, you're you out there this evening, you can have a little bit of knowledge that you could spread to your to all your friends and relatives that, well, you know what happens to your brain on alcohol. Uh, experts reveal what really happens is that the ethanol binds to receptors to slow you down while at the same time releasing stimulants. So there's a lot of the factors going on here that uh, ethanol is in alcoholic beverages contain ethanol. And most people may not know that, but uh, that's the, the, the exact chemical is ethanol. It makes you feel good because the chemical dopamine is released to the brain. That's, what, that's the neurotransmitter in your brain that makes it makes people alert and happy and smiling. Uh, but it alters some vital functions like breathing and body temperature when you have too much. And also we have people with uh, blackouts or light sensitivities. So we want to make sure people are very, very sensitive to that. So everything in moderation, have fun, but realize that there's always a downside. Well, Sean, let's go ahead and get started back with our interview with Dr. Cheryl Burdett and Dr. Gaz Agoli on the autoimmune system. The next one we want to talk about uh, is called lupus, and, and lupus is a condition um, that is an autoimmune where the body has lost tolerance and attacks its own tissue, in this case, its own connective tissue. Uh, systemic lupus affects various bodily systems, including joints and kidneys. Uh, it affects um, women nine times as many as men, uh, so it's pretty high, and it and usually attacks women of childbearing age. Uh, some of the signs and symptoms that we've seen um, with lupus is that you see high levels of ANA antibodies, which is a very, very important test that your physician is going to do. Uh, red blotchy butterfly-shaped rashes over the cheeks and nose. Uh, loss of appetite, fatigue, nausea, joint pains, uh, weight loss. Yeah, I just want to pause here for a second. There's a lot of crossover with all these autoimmune, and that's why you need to go to a very, very skilled physician. Your family practitioner or rheumatologist uh, will be able to ascertain if you have lupus, uh, and there's other testing as well besides the ANA. Uh, we also know that there's a complement marker, uh, C3D, also will we'll be able to determine that. Uh, we've seen um, sensitivity to sun. Uh, we know that anxiety and depression, uh, low-functioning low immune system, uh, chronic nail funguses, pale skin, cognitive and behavioral changes, headaches, and possible visual 
disturbances. Okay, so Dr. Ray, let's get right into the root cause of lupus. It's a little different than, than uh, some of the other autoimmunity. Uh, number one that we've seen when it comes to uh, lupus is, is really hormonal yes, factors, absolutely. hormonal. I've got to say that that's one of the autoimmune areas where women, that's one of the reasons why it's nine yes. to one. Um, I'd even have to look at the literature, and I'd probably have to say some of those men probably were estrogen dominant, but, you know, they had they probably had gynecomastia. But, you know, the bottom line is this. Hormones, hormones, hormones. Why? Well, the part of that is it, it depends on what part of the immune system. And so estrogen can really turn on some parts of the immune system. And so people that are estrogen excessive uh, or who have higher levels or maybe who were given estrogen at too high of a dose, it can be an initiating event where those T cells get turned on and become too active. Now, you, as you, this might not surprise But what we also find in those women with lupus is that other hormones are low, hormones called androgens. And androgens are typically uh, the ones that are higher in men, or not even typically, they are higher in men, uh, testosterone and DHEA. DHEA goes on to produce testosterone, uh, but in uh, lupus, DHEA can be particularly low in these women. And so doing an adrenal stress test that also looks at DHEA, because one of the primary sources of how we make DHEA comes from the adrenals, can be really helpful. So DHEA um, being more to the low side, uh, it, it will be associated with more progression. And if that is low, taking DHEA or doing other things to augment adrenal function, for example, ashwagandha, a botanical that helps the adrenals, has also shown that it can increase levels of DHEA as well. Getting DHEA up up will help to reduce lupus. So it's important to measure your hormones. But let's say you go do a hormone test. You hear the show and you have lupus and you think, gosh, wow, that sounds like me. And then you go and you find out that your hormones look good and they're actually in balance and your estrogen isn't high and your DHEA isn't low. What then? Well, it's important to remember there's not one cause for autoimmunity. And so there'll be some areas that show up more in the research than others. But I would say that that would be hardly the time to give up hope because at that point you say, fine, it's not my hormones. So now let me look at what's happening in my gut. Uh, Let me look at what's happening in terms of toxicity. And these parts that we know are that contribute uh, to autoimmunity, seeing if they're contributing to your autoimmunity. So a complete workup that, that looks at a host of influences is really going to give you the best outcome. Absolutely the best outcome. And that's one of the reasons why I want to mention, you know, lupus is, is, you know, an area that, you know, the body's attacking its own tissue and, you know, it's connective tissue and you need that connective tissue because that connective tissue is holding organs. So that inflammation is not only very uncomfortable, but it affects the, the, how the organs operate and communicate and work together. And, you know, especially, when you look at such important organs as the liver, um, you know, the liver may not work as well. And now that liver doesn't detoxify well. It just opens up another plethora of potential problems from a chronic perspective. So hormones, hormones, hormones. In addition to that, you know, we have seen a correlation with viral infections, very, very specifically Epstein-Barr virus. So that's one area that your physician, if they've not tested you for that, you must be tested. A lot of doctors basically say, oh, you know, if you if you had mono or the viruses or cytomegalia, you know, it's very common. Even though we may agree with that, if the titers are very, very, very high and that your virus is actually out of control and it's replicating and your immune system doesn't inactivate it, it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. You need to check for 
the titers and the antibodies and take a look at whether, you know, whether it was a very recent exposure, which is called IgM, or a, a, a exposure that um, has basically laid dormant, um, which is called an IgG, or you know, also there's another component to that, which is going to be uh, a, a very uh, chronic exposure that's been sitting there for a period of time. And your immune system is, 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 is not doing anything to inactivate that. So those are areas. Now, emotional stressors uh, definitely exacerbate mm-hmm. that. Uh, we've also seen a correlation with hydrochloric acid deficiency, which is very, very common with, with patients with lupus, and that the, the body loses the ability to uh, digest proteins into amino acids. And the other area, of course, there's always a correlation with heavy metals. Uh, but we've seen that birth control pills uh, overutilized, um, definitely can um, exacerbate the situation with lupus. Um, and, and the sensitivity that we've seen, uh, exposure to sunlight. Um, we've also seen um, lots of different parasites as well with lupus. So I think that's an area that uh, there's crossover, but, you know, lupus is one of the areas that, you know, we feel also from a functional perspective that uh, – Functional doctors can make a huge impact on that. Uh, the next autoimmune disease I want to talk about and get your opinion, Dr. Burdett, you know, you and I talked about Sogren. This is the autoimmune disease that a lot of doctors don't really talk about. You know, it's not as common, uh, but, but it's definitely out there. And this is an autoimmune disease, Sogren, spelled S-J-O-G-R-E-N. And Sogren syndrome uh, is an autoimmune disease in which the glands that produce lubricating secretions, such as eyes, mouth, and vagina, become excessively dry. And this is an area that we have to understand that the the saliva ducts actually are a protective mechanism from foreign invaders. Uh, your saliva, uh, the lubrication, um, and, and, and the mucus forming um, protects you. So we know that um, there is certain triggers. And interesting enough, the triggers that we've seen that we've studied are wheat so I think it's very important for your doctor to check for wheat, not only an IgE, which most doctors only do, but a delayed sensitivity as well, um, which will show the chronicity of the inflammation. And the hepatitis C virus is also shown as a correlation. And surprisingly, there's millions of people out there that are walking around with hep C, especially these baby boomers that they don't even know about it. The CDC currently has a campaign on hep C. That I think we can do a whole show on hep C, Dr. Burdett. Um, I think it's important. It's one of those um, hidden viruses that kind of sneak up on us. And, you know, we gave you an education on how powerful this immune system is to protect you against foreign invaders. And this is how God gave us this innate ability to attack, attack, attack. When we overattack, the body has a misfiring and we cause inflammation and a plethora of symptoms. I want to focus a little bit on, on Hashimoto's disease, which we're seeing a huge problem. Millions and millions and millions of Americans right now. According to the um, Journal of Endocrinology and also other organizations when it comes to thyroid, the the American Thyroid Association, there's close to 30 million Americans that are diagnosed with um, uh, hypothyroidism, primary, secondary, and subclinical, and about a third of those are Hashimoto's. Now, typically when a physician diagnoses you, there's an antibody uh, blood test that we look for, uh, TPO and the thyroid antibody uh, globulin test that we look at, which will tell us what's going on um, if your thyroid is being attacked. Now, once a physician makes that diagnosis, most of them will not retest. 
Now, we have to disagree with that approach because we have actually seen these anti And one of the reasons why physicians don't retest because they say once you have it, you have it. We have seen antibodies go to normal over a period of three, six, nine, and 12 months. Everybody's individualized, but we've literally had a reversal. So I want to talk a little bit about uh, Dr. Burdett, um, why it's important to treat Hashimoto's aggressively. And just a very, very quick synopsis, it's a very, you know, Hashimoto's causes um, a lot of pain and enlargement of the thyroid, you know, looking like a goiter. Uh, the goiter word is derived from the Latin word goltor for throat, and the texture of the thyroid gland actually feels rubbery. So it causes that rubbery because the immune system is attacking it. It causes difficulty in swallowing. In extreme cases, uh, fullness of the throat may occur, kind of a raspy, um, rough voice. Difficulty breathing in extreme cases, tiredness, muscle weakness, weight gain due to a sluggish metabolism, elevated cholesterol. Those are just some of the signs and symptoms. Uh, very, very similar to other autoimmunity. Uh, the difference that we've seen here um, with Hashimoto's disease is that we, we know that there's a strong correlation with gluten sensitivity and a lack of glutathione, which is a very unique strategy that we've had. But there's a lot of crossover on um, similarities with autoimmunity. Dr. Bitt, any comments on other contributing factors for uh, Hashimoto's? Well, you mentioned with Hashimoto's that we should treat aggressively, and absolutely we should, and we should treat. Sadly, standard of care says that if you measure these antibodies, which are diagnostic of Hashimoto's, you measure them once and never again, because once you have it, you will always have it. That could not be more contrary to our experience here at Progressive. In fact, we we measure these antibodies frequently because they affect a lot of people. A lot of people uh, can have impairments in energy and decreased concentration and more weight gain and feeling cold and a whole host of conditions. And when you measure these antibodies and find them high, then you begin your autoimmune treatment protocols. And so these are the working on the gut, um, helping to decrease leaky gut, building up adrenal function. You're listening to Healthy Choices XM broadcasting from Austin, Texas, and we're, this is our New Year's Eve special for our, our listeners, and we're also welcoming our, our new listening from uh, St. Louis, 1380 The Pulse, and as, as always, as a tradition for our show, we always give our listeners tips for the new year that eh, maybe somebody or, or everybody else may not be privy to this this uh, as we go out and have fun and celebrate the new year and, and it's always important to celebrate because it is sometimes it's very healthy the body enjoys being around others and being able to uh, exchange it just it, the neurotransmitters get balanced unfortunately sometimes people take it too too much and that's what we want people to so good survival tips it's important before anybody goes out this evening make sure you have a good high-protein, high-fat meal. So this raise those ketone ketone levels and stay away from the sweets and the carbohydrates uh, because this seems to be very difficult for the liver to be able to metabolize, especially if you're partaking in any alcoholic uh, adult beverages. If you have some uh, uh, appetizers, look for the avocado, look for the salmon, look for the nuts, 
look for the uh, the meats, the the eggs, uh, the hard cheeses, the aged hard cheeses, and stay away from all the other items. Just stick; those are the items that are something to uh, uh, to start with, and stay away from all the desserts and sweet items because combination of that plus alcohol will is a very big contributing factor for the next day. So we want people to be safe and and to make sure that they understand that consuming any Tylenol with any alcohol is prohibited. There's there's a should be a black box warning on it, but it, if you want to Google that, you'll see the amount of liver uh, deaths that occur because of the overuse of Tylenol with alcohol because it's somehow people feel that they will get rid of a hangover headache the next day. So make sure you do not use any of those items, uh, any of the aspirin, excuse me, any of the acetaminophen products with any uh, alcohol beverages that you're consuming this evening. And any other prescription medication, especially opiates or pain medication, make sure you do not combine it with the two because unfortunately you may have to have somebody else take you home uh, because there's, there's a possibility you you may not be standing. Uh, so anyway, those are some some tips as we uh, get to the final uh, points of our show. And before we get to the superfoods, I wanted just some announcements of our new membership program, our loyalty program, that you'll be able to get any of these, contact any of us on our panel of experts to be able to answer your questions just by texting us. Uh, 512-219-0724, but you've got to register your name on our website or text us your information for this membership, and we'll give you the, send you those details. Cost is free, and the benefits are amazing, and there will be more items listed to this in the next few weeks. We also wanted to give an announcement from, doc, from Randy that has been on our ketogenic diet out of Tennessee, he is, uh, was not able to hold on, but he's going to give us an update next week uh, as, our, as our show that uh, also will, will tell you some very startling uh, news on his results from his medical conditions. Uh, one little clinical pearl, the FDA finally is going to limit the use of lead in lipstick. And probably everybody's listening going, you got to be kidding. They're actually letting lead in lipstick our show, we uncovered this over eight years ago, and the, the number of not only other carcinogenic substances, but the amount of lead in lipstick was something that listed in the back pages of many journals. And we finally, and all the natural medicine experts started listing or the types of lipstick that don't have lead. So now the FDA is finally going to put limits on the use of lead, not ban it completely, but you still will get 10 parts per million, not billion, uh, for lead in lipstick. And again, the lips absorb all materials up immediately. Also, as you're going cleaning out the drawers this weekend, make sure you get, keep the lithium batteries away from children. The amount of children that ingest batteries is more numbers than you would care to uh, be considered with because it can cause terrible death from internal bleeding, especially if it burns through the esophagus. So if everybody's using a lot of lithium batteries today, put them in a very safe place and responsibly 
destroy them, but keep them out of small children's hands. Uh, Texas, if you have any questions in our remaining parts of our show, or call us at 877-956-9566. You can always text us at 512-219-0724. So some of the superfoods that you're going to see next year, that some of them are may not make it, but some of them are going to be, you're going to see more and more of it. One of the ones that caught my eye more than any of them is banana flour. Because we've seen that some of these resistant starches can be very beneficial in allowing the body to be able to replicate good bacteria and bacteria flora. So you're going to see, and this is a, Banana flour is called a prebiotic, and that's the major ingredient that was in the Prenuphase product that was put together by Dr. James Laval. Is is some of these prebiotics that actually that turn around some of the good bacteria in the gut flora, so that we can have a healthy microbiome. So banana flour, look for that as a new superfood for next year. You're going to see more almond butter. It's getting more popularity in the next year. Bone broth because of the collagen. It's, it reduces intestinal inflammation for a healthier gut. This is the reason why soups can be so healthy for people that are battling with gut dysbiosis, which is so many people, especially from dealing with arthritis uh, and many of these autoimmune disorders, bone broths or soups with lots of bones, either beef bones or chicken bones, are also very, very beneficial. You'll see a little bit of uh, news about maple water. Yes, not ma- not coconut water, or but maple water. It helps move some of the sugar out of the bloodstream, but I'm not sure if this will, will stand in 2016. It's got a little less flavor, less electrolytes, and maybe more expensive than coconut water. So it may not be the one that's going to survive the list. Also, one of them is chlorophyll. It seems to eliminate environmental pollutants, including toxic heavy metals, pollution, and some carcinogens. So this is something that uh, you're going to see chlorophyll as a superfood, or it's available in pills as well. Also, in our last segment here before, we have to say... uh, Sign off on our New Year's Eve show, our last show of 2016. I'm going to give you through a list of the most dangerous medicines on earth. That's right, I did say that. The most dangerous medicines on earth. And many of these are prescription medications. And uh, some of these can be quite controversial, but at least wanted just people to mention, uh, mention them. The some of the number one on the list is the SSRIs. The SSRIs are serotonin selective reuptake inhibitors that are used many times to treat depression, bipolar disorders. These are highly experimental, never really proven or effective, and and can completely block serotonin. So just be careful of those items. But in our closing moments, we're going to have Dr. Lane Sebring that's going to show uh, be with us next week talking about advances 
in the ketone diet, some interesting new formulations and some new indications. And check out our website, healthychoicesxm.com, for our past broadcasts. And also, don't forget to sign up. Sign up for our membership uh, directory as well. Just give us your email. You everybody have a very safe New Year. Make sure you take some of those tips we gave you tonight to be able to survive and be have a very cheerful disposition tomorrow. So everybody will be in, use some of our tidbits and tell your friends to listen to our show every week as we uh, make people make responsible choices that can change your life. And thanks for all of our new listeners in St. Louis, 1380 The Pulse. We're going to be here every Saturday and also on, on Sunday as well. You're listening to HealthyChoicesXM.com. I'm your host, Ray Solano. And uh, check out our, if you need to text us any of your health questions during the week at 512-219-0724. Have a great day. Happy New Year. <music> 